there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out on our little hobby farm in the country, or our homeschooling journey, or, you know, just I love to talk about Jesus and my faith. So you'll always find different topics, but all relating to living more simply. Years ago, I wrote a book um, called Simply Homeschool, and that was all about simplifying homeschool. And I speak at homeschooling conventions, you know, and my kind of signature topic is always simplifying homeschool. But yet I loved to, you know, delve into the topics on this podcast that don't relate to homeschool, that can just be about life and living more simply. And as I always say, I truly believe the remedy to clutter and chaos is Jesus. So many of us these days have so much on our plates and we feel very distracted and we feel like there's just so much noise and it's really hard to hear God sometimes in the midst of all that noise. So my mission at Simply Living for Him is really to help people weed out the distractions so that they can hear God. My number one mission at Simply Living for Him is to point others to Jesus. So today is a little bit different on the podcast. I literally sat down not having a topic. You know, sometimes I write out an outline or I write notes and At least I sit down with an idea of what I'm going to podcast about. But today, I'm just sort of saying to myself, you know what? Let's just let the Holy Spirit work. I'm going to turn on the button, press the button, and just start talking and see what God has for me. And, you know, as I turned on the button and I sort of thought, you know, I, when I talk about at Simply Living for Him, how I want to point others to Jesus, one way for me to do that, and it might be a little bit of a difficult way, but one way for me to do that is sort of just for you guys to get to know me a little bit better and to understand a little bit more about the person behind this podcast and the blog. And, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll probably just see a bunch of chicken pictures. <laughs> Or if you follow me on Instagram lately, you'll be seeing a lot about our Simply Living for Him retreat. You know, some people may know me for that. So there's a lot of these little snippets that you get to see through various social media um, and through podcasting and speaking in real life and, you know, all the different things that I do to reach people. But I thought it would be fun to sort of just sit down and give you a little bit more information about who I am and why I do this, why I am, um, you know, focusing a big part of my life on the ministry here at Simply Living for Him, because truly my mission here is to point others to Jesus. That's it. I just want people to be able to, you know, I say live simply, but the way I live simply may look different from the way you live simply. And we've talked about this before on the podcast, how there's no rules to living simply. It's really a mindset and a heart set. But for me, the mission here at Simply Living for Him is so much more than just a website that gives, you know, organizational tips or tells you how to, you know, live more of a minimalist lifestyle. It's about so much more than that. It truly is about weeding out all the extras so that we can focus on Jesus. So how on earth did I even get here? I ask myself that question many days. <laughs> like, God, really? This was the life you planned for me? Um, I, 
I just, it's been such an amazing journey that to sit down and even try to encompass it all in words on a short little podcast will be a little bit tricky, but let's see if I can, I can give you a little bit more of a background. So you know what my mission is and you know what the present is of what you see here on the blog. And like I said, on my Instagram or on the podcast, what you hear about, but there is so much more. And I try to explain that to people too when we're talking about, you know, I wrote a book about Pinterest perfect, uh, real homeschool, letting go of the Pinterest perfect and Instagram ideal homeschool. And that book was about social media and how we let it influence our homeschool. But whether you're a homeschooler or not, social media these days can affect your life and how you view others. And, um, it just adds a whole different dynamic to relationships. So I often talk about, you know, um, what you see is just a snippet. So even though I feel like I'm pretty out there, I, you know, I podcast and I speak at conventions and I write books and I blog and I do all of these things. I do live videos sometimes. I've been playing a lot with Instagram stories lately. I love it. So if you go over to Instagram, you can check out the stories. But, you know, it's still, even though I, I kind of put myself out there, it still is just a snippet. You're just seeing a little glimpse of Karen DeBuse. So let me give you a little bit of a background, first of all, of how I even started doing all of these things. I, I never intended to be a blogger. I never intended to, I didn't even know what a blogger was when I started blogging. I don't know that many people did because back then when I started blogging, it was just about, you know, keeping this little online journal. I was doing it about our homeschool. I was just like kind of thinking my friends or family would kind of get to follow our little kind of online diary of our day. And over the years, it changed. The blogging world changed from when I started doing it, I think most people at that time were doing it just solely to sort of have this little space where you could kind of, um, it was like a virtual scrapbooking almost, you know, you could kind of write about what you did and keep a little journal. And over the years, blogging changed so, 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 so much. And, you know, there are people out there that are now full-time bloggers, you know, big career bloggers, and it's a whole new world. So while I don't consider myself a big career blogger, I do consider myself, um, answering a call and I feel like I am fulfilling my purpose in ministry. Steve and I always had this sort of dream to kind of be in full-time ministry, you know, and we kind of thought, oh, that would be an amazing thing. And at one time in our life, we were kind of considering like even leaving what his job was at the time to maybe pursue that. And I feel like that small desire has come to fruition because God has given me my own ministry through Simply Living for Him. And I absolutely love what I do. And I absolutely um, am grateful that I am able to touch people and encourage people, but I am just a person. I am, you know, struggling with many struggles just like everybody else. And I don't have all the answers at all, but I know that God does. And I know that the Bible does. And because of my passion for those things, I truly am grateful that God can use me to point others to that. Not to say that I am perfect and I've got it all together because boy, am I far from it. But guess what? We all have the answers and we can do this together. We can seek God together and we can follow after him together. So I just pray that Simply Living for Him can grow and continue and that I can have opportunities to reach others. And whatever God does with it is fine by me. As long as I'm in his will, fulfilling his purpose and his calling, I'm good, right? So that's all well and great. And you probably hear that stuff and think, you know, she's so 
religious or has it all together and blah, blah, blah. And I just want to say that, you know, what you see now of me, I, and I, and I hate the word religious. I shouldn't even have used that, but I actually kind of use that kind of sarcastically because, you know, people say, oh, you know, when somebody um, is a Christian and they use that word, it's almost like, no, I don't follow those rituals or traditions. I have a relationship with Jesus. So um, anyway, I often say that looking at me now, if you're out there and you follow my blog or you are listening to this podcast or whatever it is, you've seen me at a homeschool convention speaking, you've come to the Simply Living for Him retreat, um, it's almost though like coming into a movie that is halfway over and you're seeing, you know, you didn't see all the stuff that led up to that part in the movie where things start to turn around and the story starts to get really good and you're heading towards that happy ending. Because I feel like I'm living my happy ending right now. I feel like some days, I used to worry when I was little or even when I was younger, um, you know, young adult, that I was going to die young. It's one of my hugest fears. And actually one thing to tell you about me is that is my biggest sin struggle is worry and anxiety and fear. Uh, something that God is working on with me. And one of my biggest fears was always that I would die young. And in the past few years, since I've turned 40, I'm 41. I'll be, actually be 42 next month. I look at that and say, wow, if God were to call me home now, I don't feel like it would be as tragic. I know that sounds weird, but it's not like I'm young. You know, I've had my kids and I'm raising them. Of course, there's millions of things I want to do still and see grandkids and all that stuff. But I've lived so much and I've had dreams fulfilled that I didn't even know I had. So when I look at that, it's like I say, you're, you're coming into the movie at the happy ending. Because no matter what happens here on out, I have done so many things that I never thought I would do and that I just feel like God has given me so many blessings through the opportunities, like I said, through our retreat last year, through speaking, through ministry. So I'm just so grateful for that. But that's half of the movie. And so I'll be completely honest. There is a huge struggle that I'm wrestling with God right now about this. And maybe me just talking about it today on the podcast would help other people out there who maybe wrestle with the same thing or who maybe look at a blogger or a, you know, a, a person out there who puts themselves out there like myself and says, oh, they have it all together. And maybe it would just help you to understand that you don't know that person's backstory, just like you don't know mine. And you may look at my blog and say, oh, she's got beautiful pictures of her farm and her chickens and her husband, and it's so lovely. And But there's so much behind that, that sometimes I wrestle with God. How much do I share of the first half of the movie? Because there is so much pain and so much shame and so much disgrace in that first half of the movie. So it's something that I'm currently wrestling with God on, you know, God, how much do I share? Because on the one hand, I lived a pretty um, difficult journey early on from my teenage to college years, especially. And it's stuff that I wish never happened and I don't ever talk about because I don't want to relive it. And the closer I get with God, the more shame and the more I grieve 
over who I was before I walked with Jesus. So I've been wrestling with God and I've been asking him, Lord, I don't want to lie. I don't want people to be listening to me or um, reading what I have to say and only know half the picture and think, especially compare themselves and say, oh, you know, Karen or whoever it is out there or in your life even that you may see on a daily basis but don't really know the backstory and say, you know, they have it all together. I have it all together in the present sometimes, <laughs> but it's not really me that has it all together because God is holding me together these days. God is holding me together. But there was a time where I was not together. I was broken and in pieces and I was a mess. And God picked up those pieces and he put them back together. And it was a painful process and there's still parts and pieces that are not quite together, but I can see that he is putting it together and that where I was is so far from who I am now that truly it's unbelievable if I was to actually share some of the nitty-gritty details, which, like I said, I'm wrestling through that and asking the Lord, how much do I share? Because there is a huge redemption story that can be told. There is an enormous display of God's power. If I were to tell you how I was living 20 years ago, the amount of glory God would get is enormous. But I need to work through my fears and quite frankly, my own pride. Because who wants to tell all the bad stuff about themselves? You know, but if God's going to get the glory for it, then I'll tell. So that's where I'm at. And I want to be quite honest with you guys today, you know, like this is something I've been wrestling with. And when I sat down at the podcast, I thought, you know what, I don't have a topic planned for today just going to start talking about it and see what happens. And I feel like God wants all of us to do that. He wants us to be so honest and real and authentic with each other because he can get the glory. And I need not feel prideful or shameful or what people will think about me because of the journey I walked because the only thing that can come from it is God will get the glory. So one of these days, if the Lord leads me, I can share some of those details because I would hate to have, you know, actually be saying all this and have your minds wander and who knows, you'll make up a story in your head, <laughs> right? We do that of, of you know, well, wow, how was she living? You know, and you'll make up a crazy story in your head. So I don't want that either. And I'm really wrestling, like I said, with the being completely authentic and completely real and completely and utterly transparent because it's a redemption story. 
But yet God's not finished with me. He's still working on me in so many areas. And it's he's just so good. He's so good in what he does and the things he has taught me. And if you knew who I was and where I was, and then you look at how far he's brought me, how can anyone not believe in God? That's how I look at my life. It is a testimony that God is real and God exists and God redeems and he doesn't leave anybody in a pit. I will tell you this. At my lowest of my lows, right before I met my husband, Steve, when my life really started to turn around, I can remember driving around aimlessly in my car and just driving, not having anywhere to go, just driving and literally in my car crying out and going, what does this life mean? I don't get it. And driving aimlessly about and kind of asking God, even though at that time my belief in God was not the same as it is now, but I I believed that there was a God out there and I would cry out and say, God, what is this life about? Is this it? All this pain? What is going on? I I don't want this to be what life is about. And I can say that now, I don't have to drive aimlessly around in my car anymore because God is doing the driving. He is leading. He is showing me every single day. So there is so much more to the story of who I am than what you just see on a daily basis. And I want everybody to know that. And I want to give God the glory. And I, like I said, there's details that maybe don't need to be said out loud because I don't want to bring shame to certain people even, you know, like it's just, it's a story, but it involves others as well. But there are a few things, you know, I was not walking as a Christian. I had moved out of my parents' home. I was involved in an abusive relationship and abusive on many different levels. And it's not anything that I'm feeling the need to share the details with. But I was completely broken. And God has redeemed me, not only by giving me a husband who really turned my life around, and a family, and kids, and living our dream on our little hobby farm. Of course, all those external things are huge in what he's done. But the most important thing that he's done is shown me who he is. And shown me that the only way out when I was driving around hopelessly in that car was Jesus. And accepting the fact that Jesus did die for my sins. And understanding eternity. And understanding that no one can ever get to heaven on their own. Because back then I met a girl who was a Christian and she really changed my life. And she told me when I was still living in this time of, you know, chaos, um, she told me, Jesus died for your sins. If you believe that you are washed clean and you are forgiven. And I looked at her square in the face and I said, but you don't know what I've done. That's a nice story. But there is no way 
the things that I have done can just be erased. But years later, I heard that same message in my church that we started going to. And that message finally hit home. And I believed and I still believe and I know I am washed clean. And I know that I am forgiven. And I know that Jesus died for me. And as I get older and more away from that fear of dying young, because one of these days, like I said, you know, you're getting older. It's not such a surprise. I can truly look at death in the face and say, I am not afraid of you anymore because I know where I'm going and I'm understanding that Jesus, and I do understand that Jesus died for me and there is no other way to heaven but with that, you know, accepting that Jesus died and believing that that is the truth and understanding that no one can do it on their own. I could never be good enough. I still can't be good enough. And that is the only way to get to heaven is Jesus. It is a huge testimony for me to just sit here and even say these things. But I truly believe if I want to minister to people and I want to take this ministry further and I want to answer the call that God has given me, I need to be 100% real and 100% um, walking in faith with God, knowing that the past is in the past and I don't want to bring it up again, but it is also woven together because it brought me my future. And without that past, I wouldn't even be able probably to grasp the goodness of God because I went through so much suffering and darkness, utter darkness. So I can now contrast that and see just how bright the light is now with Jesus. So again, I wanted to share today that if you guys are out there and you're just getting to know me a little bit, you know, maybe this would kind of shed some light and hopefully it would make you just look to Jesus more. And if you can just trust me when I say that there is no way on earth I could have gotten out of that pit I was living in alone, that my life is nothing short of a miracle because there is no way that I could be living this life now without Jesus. So I just ask you, if you are, you know, living in that same place, if you're in darkness, you can email me anytime and let's chat about Jesus and how he can bring light into that place. If you're somebody like me who is now living in the light and you know what darkness is, you don't maybe have to share all the details, but share what God has done. And like I said, I'm still wrestling with God. Do I share some of the terrible things because it can only bring him glory? Or is it best sometimes to leave those things in the past? Um, but just truly understanding that what you see out there in internet land, everyone has a backstory. Everyone has something that we don't know about them. So it's really easy for us to see a glimpse of somebody and make up a whole story in our mind about who we think they are and what they've done and what they're doing. But it really helps to know that sometimes we're just seeing, like I said, you're walking in in the middle of my movie, walking in after the bad stuff, 
where the story was starting to turn around and get good. And I kind of want to hit rewind and let you guys see a little bit of that beginning part of the movie so that God gets the glory and so that I can minister more effectively showing the whole entire person of who I am. So um, I'll also just say when I met Steve, like I said, things started to turn around and that was 20 years ago. And um, the, the real brief, 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 short version is we, you know, both found Jesus together. We had been raised in church. We had been going to church as, as you know, with our families as kids. So I'm thankful for that. But I did leave church for a while. And when I met him, we started going back. And then eventually we really came to an understanding of what Jesus really did. I never kind of understood that growing up. And once that reality truly became a reality in my life, everything changed. Everything changed. My thoughts changed. My actions changed. My entire heart changed. My entire being changed. And the way we're raising our family, you know, then we decided we wanted to homeschool. And then that brought about opportunities to minister. And just the things have all kind of snowballed over the years. So this has all been part of God's plan, certainly not my plan at all, but I wouldn't have it any other way. So stay tuned. I'm sure that you'll be hearing more about this um, in the future, some more podcasts. You know, we're having our Simply Living for Him retreat next week, and I have a feeling that we'll be able to share with each other um, some of those nitty-gritty, you know, maybe sometimes when you're one-on-one, you can talk about some of that nitty-gritty stuff. But really on that retreat, my goal is to get people to turn their eyes on Jesus and to really see him. And sometimes that means really being stripped down bare and being authentic and real with others. And like I said, you don't always have to give every little detail, but I do think it's really important to say what you see now is not what it's always been. And I really feel that's important for me to get that out there so that if you are a listener or a reader, that you understand where I came from so that it gives you a little bit of the full picture here at Simply Living for Him. So thank you for listening to another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, I would love for you to rate and review this podcast. That will just help get the message out to other listeners. And also, of course, sharing this on your um, Facebook pages and on your social media and on your blogs. That would be great. And um, you can visit me over on the Facebook page for Simply Living for Him. And like I said, I've been on Instagram a lot lately playing with the stories. I think it's so fun. You share these cute little snippets. It's just fun. Um, to see little snippets. I love watching Instagram stories. I get like addicted to watching them. So (laughs) I don't have TV. So that's my new thing. (laughs) So I'll see you out there on the Facebook pages and on the internet. Continue the conversation. Comment if you enjoyed this blog. Please comment on the blog post or on the um, iTunes page and also on the Facebook page. And until next time, I wish you blessings and joy.